Welcome to the Vet Podcast by the Vet Gurus, Brendan and Mark. Get ready for the latest veterinary news, information and entertainment. Don't forget to visit us at the Vet Gurus website, vetgurus.com. Now, sit back, relax, it's over to the Vet Gurus, Brendan and Mark. Welcome listeners, subscribers, Brendan here with Mark, vetgurus.com. Vetgurus at gmail.com, the place to go. Send us an email, say hello, visit the website, visit our Etsy store, etsy.com, vetgurus. And that will just about fill up your day, won't it, Mark? So this is a special one. We've got a special and it's going to be a very quick little special here, but it's going to be a fun one. We haven't done a top 10 for a while, so we're going to record a few top 10s, and they'll come out intermittently over the next decade or so, probably. <laughs> <laughs> and this one, the first one, Mark, I, I thought of this one. Um, I thought it would be a good one. Top 10 testicle tips for today, it will be, or tomorrow, or tonight. You're on fire with the election. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to jump into that. And when we, we don't have any news stories because with this special, we're just going to be very quick and punchy and have a couple little um, tips and tricks or just some fun little facts about testicles, Mark. So my first one is about rabbits, rabbit castration. So number one, rabbit castration. Don't forget to consider breaking down the attachment to the scrotal tissue. And we've spoken about this in our de-sexing podcasts which you can search for on vetgurus.com and it's when we do that open castration with them the scrotal tissue and the scrotum inverts into the surgical site and if you break down that little ligament or the ligamentous attachment to the testicle everything just sits very nicely and neatly and I think it means it's much less likely that that rabbit will consider attacking its wound post-surgery mark so that's my first tip Tip number one, uh, break down the attachment to the scrotal tissue. Great tip, I reckon, Brendan, great tip. My tip, my uh, number two in the count-up, I thought we are going to do a countdown, a BuzzFeed style, but count-up, um, is in the case here in Australia, we do these quite regularly castrate marsupials. Um, and um, my tip is to just... Don't bother about anything but taking the whole lot. Go the ablation. You don't want to be wrestling with that pendulous anatomy. You don't want to be trying to dissect out uh, bits that, I don't know, just don't sit where we normally see them sit with everything else. Just uh, take the whole lot off is my don't, tip, Brennan. Don't leave it hanging, Mark. That that scrotum, don't leave it hanging. Yes, I think you need to take number three as well because oh, it's an, an avian one, so jump into it. Number three. I think that um, we, well, I'm going to duplicate this later on, but um, bird testicles. Bird testicles are removed uh, on in certain surgical procedures, and it's important to remember um, that they're immediately in front of the, the cranial pole of the kidneys and immediately medial to the adrenal. So careful dissection is uh, indicated. They are... Different colours. They're not always the uh, typical white that we'll see, so they sometimes are pigmented. Um, it's very important to remember the anatomy when you need to uh, um, take those testicles out, Brendan. 
So we're looking for the triad, aren't we, Mark? And <laughs> a particular type of triad, not the triad that people think about with with um, with um, guns blazing, etc. Yes, excellent. So number four, Mark, is small mammal castrations. If we step back to the mammals, think about the intra-abdominal approach. And again, we spoke about this in our podcast about castration and intra-abdominal approach in these small mammals because it's clean, it's efficient, it's less likely or much, much less likely to develop any post-operative complications, in my opinion, which includes scrotal abscesses, which are unusual, but um, they can certainly occur. And doing the intra-abdominal approach is the way to go, Mark. It's the, it's the future. The future is here. Go intra-abdominal for your approaches for the small mammal castrations. And definitely in my experience, those ones are not as an, the animals are not as annoyed. So they don't have a go at them. You're exactly right. So I reckon the future is now. And the future is now with wild populations of animals. When we've got a castrate, when we think about controlling wild populations, um, we don't usually castrate them. We don't uh, take the entire testicle out. We will vasectomize males um, in order that they maintain their uh, endocrine function of their gonads, and that therefore maintains the social structure of those wild groups. If we need to control the population, um, then we're probably much better to vasectomize and leave those testicles in place, I reckon, Brendan. Yes. And that's always a trick question for students. You know, why would we not just castrate? Why would we consider to vasectomise a wild population or the males in that population? Because we want to maintain that social structure. Yes, excellent. Number six, Mark, this is a super quick one here, Mark. Reptile testicles are shy, is my comment here. Why? Because they're hard to find and they're often, um, they're, well, they are hidden away in the um, in the salomic cavity there. And it's very rare um, to consider um, removing the mark. Um, that's, that's number six. That's all I'm going to say. Ferret castrations, Brendan. Ferret castrations, we need to watch out for those anal sacs. Um, we need to be careful that they don't uh, complicate the picture. Um, and we need to, I often think about uh, in ferrets, if we are talking about uh, controlling their reproductive activity, think about implants at an early age rather than going the full testicle removal. Um, we've had great success with the uh, the Deslorelin implants and I'd be very, very keen to use those and not worry about the surgery. Yes, because we're also worried about too early desexing and the association with that and adrenal gland disease as they get older, those ferrets. And I'll tell you what, it, it does sting, doesn't it, when you when you accidentally squeeze those anal sacs or anal glands as you're attempting that castration. And I you thought you were going to talk about <laughs> Well, it stings for the, for the ferret, um, unless they're asleep, yes. Um, but... <laughs> I'm going to return to, for number eight, I'm going to return to uh, um, avian testicles. Um, And uh, I think that um, there are certain circumstances, you know, particularly cancers, where we would consider surgically removing them. But um, fairly, uh, for fairly routine behavioral control, um, 
because of their proximity to major vessels, because of the difficulty of the surgery, uh, we tend not to routinely. We just leave them alone. We like them to do their own thing. So, uh, yep, we wouldn't be routinely castrating them. And now, in many species, we have other options with uh, some form of hormonal control. Yep, absolutely. Well, I'm back on to reptiles here, Mark, reptile testicles. Well, are they needed, Mark? Um, so <laughs> an increase in number of species, reptile species are, can undergo parthenogenesis, so they they don't need them. They don't need those testicles. So they potentially don't need those males there, Mark. So what good are they, Mark? Komodo it's, dragons, aren't they one recently that has been um, yes, yes. to develop uh, yes. parthenogenesis? Um, and I think we've caught it on that in the news story, um, probably episode 50 ago or something yes i'll, I'll yes. just i'll just be happy if it stays with the reptiles and and when <laughs> that's the yes um, so yeah. um a little drum roll here mark because we're getting ready for number number 10 of our 10 mark um actually i do have a drum roll oh, God. there we go <laughs> what is I, it mark? I'm What's shocked. Number, 10? number 10 the Organism, the uh, animal that has the largest testes to body weight ratio, that is the one that proportionally has the biggest testicles, is the tuberous bush cricket, Platycleus effinus, um, whose testes are 14% of the male body mass. Um, and that number, 14%, is the highest been recorded for any species, Brendan. That is astounding, Mark. That is astounding. Um, I don't know whether I've seen any of these bush crickets, Mark, but um, that is pretty amazing. Well, I think with that, we're going to get out of here. How was that for a quick um, little bite-size Vet Gurus podcast? And let us know if you like the little quick 10 top tips tips or these shorter podcasts. Um, send us an email, vetgurus at gmail.com. Otherwise, we will talk to you all next week. Talk to you then. Bye. for listening to the vet podcast by the vet gurus don't forget to visit us at the website vetgurus.com where you can subscribe view show notes listen to previous episodes and more you can contact us via email at vetgurus at gmail.com to ask a question or just say hi thanks again and see you next time